according to this goddamn computer. All right, so folks, like we're in the middle of a saying, heated argument. So, like I was saying, so they're adding breakdancing to the Olympics next year. They're added the so the Summer Olympics next year, which is going to be in in Paris, oh. uh, France. They're adding oh, that's they're adding breakdancing. Uh, I had no idea. Are, are they removing Greco? Greco? There was an argument that they wanted to remove it. Like there were there was legitimate like attempts to remove Greco Roman wrestling. But why? Um, is it really a sport? That the argument is like, is it really? Should we have it? Should we not? This feels unfair. And my argument is very simple. Greco Roman wrestling is like one of, if not possibly, the oldest Olympic sport. Like what? What is more simpler than just two dudes beating the shit out of each other? But I now I get it. It makes sense. The French can never compete, so they were like, "No, let's just dance." Do we need to wrestle? Fuck you guys. Isn't Greco-Roman wrestling the thing where they use they do like the, they use the onesie? Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't care about that. Break that. It is way cooler. Kurt Angle won a, two gold medals with a broken freaking neck. All right. But but could he do it to a beat? Probably. If there's one man <laughs> that could do it, it'd be Kurt Angle. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you we had a complete... Nominations? Uh, uh, Golden Globes nominations. Yeah. Golden Globe nominations. Uh, so I was thinking... So they came out today, this morning, so I figured we might as well run by them because I feel like these, uh, these are going to be like... We're going to see some of these come back for like, you know, come Oscar time. So mm-hmm. we might as well, you know, know the, what kind of monster we're facing. And also because I have some thoughts. I have some notes. Oh, shit. I'm upset about a couple of these, okay? So uh, you're upset about some of them. I'm upset about one specifically, um, but we'll, we'll right. get there. Um, we'll we'll just jump through the big ones. So uh, starting with movie. Uh, so in the in the film category, best. Dra- so th- this one's split up between uh, drama and then musical or comedy. Uh, so drama we have Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. Now I've only seen Past Lives. And Oppenheimer. I think you've seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, yes, uh, and I've seen... heard of Maestro, but I haven't seen it yet. I know it's on Netflix. It's it's out already. I thought I thought it wasn't out already. I want to say it's on Netflix right now. I'm not um, theatrical release. It's streaming. Oh, it's going to release on Netflix on December twentieth. Okay, yeah. So that's that's still missing. Um, I want to see Anatomy of a Fall and Maestro and all these. Uh, I liked Oppenheimer. Uh, I think I like Past Lives more. I'll be very honest. I just watched mm-hmm. that last week. Yeah, fucking god, fuck! It, it was it was like broke my heart. Like it was incredible. Um, but it is very much a movie made for me. I I, I, I will say that. Yeah. What do you think of the rest? Um, I, God, I've only seen two of these. <laughs> okay, between Oppenheimer and Kills of the Flower Moon, which one would you take? Oppenheimer, but I think Oppenheimer will win against all of these because it's a three-hour biopic that was somehow a box office smash, and it's by Christopher Nolan. Like, good luck, yeah. everyone else. Colors of the Flower Moon didn't do shit at the box office, and it's yeah. Oh, I got notes on that one. Have we reviewed Colors of the Flower Moon? I don't think so. No, because I no because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well, when you see uh, it, you tell me if you think it's yeah. Oscar worthy. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's Scorsese. I mean, it's it's it's, it's almost shoehorned in, but just just by that. Um, but jumping onto musical or comedy section, uh, Air, American Fiction, Barbie, The Holdovers, May December, and Poor Things. I've only seen Barbie and Air, and I haven't seen uh-huh. the rest because they haven't come out yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Air made it because it came out so early in the year. I am shocked that it made it. Uh, not surprised. I think it's a fantastic yeah. movie. Might end up on my top ten. Yeah. But I'm I'm shocked that he made it there. Honestly, I don't understand why Air is there, but more importantly, I'm just gonna say it right now. I don't understand how May December is there. I haven't seen it, but I know enough about it. It is a drama if there was ever a drama. Do you know what yeah. May December is about? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I know one thing about it. Uh what do you know? It's I not know, a spoiler. Uh, yeah, I know it's like there's one guy who's like younger and he's pretty much getting abused by this older woman. Like that's all I know. Uh so it's weird. I'm gonna watch it. Uh yeah. I'll probably do a video review for it next week. But essentially it takes place 23 years after the initial relationship between a teach not a teacher, I'm sorry. She works at a pet shop and the 13-year-old boy who also works at the pet shop. Uh, one of the lines in the trailer is you seduced me. 
her telling yeah. the kid that, which I'm like, did he though? Because you're kind of an adult and he's a child. But okay. And you had a son that was his age. So like, did he though? Did he though? Oh, God. And so just by me telling you that, does that sound like a comedy or a musical to you? Yeah, I have no idea how we made it there. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if it was an accident. Like, oh shit, did we accidentally put in the comedy section? I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's considered like a black comedy or what exactly. I know why the rest are there, and air air is not a comedy. I mean, it's Dude, not. It even, it's even categorized as a drama. Made December. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Um, yeah, this is still one of the my, my biggest like why why are they split up like this? Just for no for no fucking reason. Um, look, I'll watch it, and if I come back and I tell you, you know what, it was pretty funny. Then you know, then they played us. They played us. Um, oh God. Okay. So this is the one. This is the one that I had a problem with, and that was animated. Ooh, so, why? Uh, uh, well, animated: The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Susume, and Wish. First of all, awesome that we have two anime nominations. That has never happened before. That mm-hmm. is incredible. That is a feat. That is great. I love that. I love that Boy and the Heron and Susume got nominated. I'm glad that Susume didn't get lost in the. Uh, like in the in the year, I am glad about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, the Heron, I haven't seen it yet, but I cannot wait to see it. It's Miyazaki. I mean, it's it's uh, it's gonna be great. Why the fuck is Wish here? Because it's like Martin Scorsese being nominated for best film. It it adds credence. It adds legitimacy to just say that they're nominated. Because Disney, but what when has Disney ever not been nominated? But on the same, so you put Wish and you don't. That spot could have been taken by either Ninja Turtles or Nimona, which I think are two way better movies than this. Am I inclined to agree? Yes, but here's the thing. Disney. Okay, remember the year that Frozen 2 came out and Frozen 2 was not nominated for an Oscar after the first one swept? Good question, though. Was there another Disney film that was nominated that year? A lot? I don't, I don't remember. I think that was the year that Spider-Verse won, so I don't think so. I mean, uh, I'll go back and double check, but dude, I'm not because also Wish is the centennial. It's the 100th film on like what their 100th year of existence. I I'm still so frustrated by Wish, and I'm so angry that that spot that could have been taken. What? I oh no, I just oh no, I just saw something, and I'm about to bitch about it in a minute. Oh god, um, yeah, I'm just upset. Like this, this Wish does not deserve that spot. Give it to Nimona or give it to the Turtles. Like it's. Not your position to be there. Susume, good for you, Susume. Good for you. Well done. Uh Mario Brothers. Yeah, I I it was it, it was a box office hit. Like I understand why it's there. Spider-Verse is probably the one that's gonna win. And Elemental, Elemental was great. You know, we reviewed it and everything. Boy in the Heron, haven't seen it yet. But yeah, yeah I'm just ups- I'm just upset that uh Ninja Turtles or Nimona are not getting more attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um what what, what got you upset? May I take a baseball bat to the, to the Golden Globe uh, yeah. uh, heads for a moment? So for the non-English language, Anatomy of a Fall, never heard of it. Uh, yeah. Fallen fallen Leaves, don't give a fuck. Loca- I can't pronounce it. Past Lives, don't give a shit. Society of Snow, don't give a fuck. The Zone of Interest, never heard of it. You know what movie Still. I have heard of that's in a non-English language that is blowing up the box office? It is doing frankly fantastic uh, domestically and is you know critically acclaimed. Godzilla minus one. Fuck you. That should have been nominated. You dumb ignorant motherfuckers. That is a beautiful film. When Fernando calls the movie a masterpiece, that is Jesus saying Christ. something. Fernie texted me at eleven o'clock at night. He said, "I just saw Godzilla minus one masterpiece." Incredible. Um, even more incredible. You cannot pronounce Lo Capitano. It's, I didn't. It's, I didn't want to even try it and fuck it up. I didn't know it was capi- L- it's. Lo it's Capitano. not that hard. It's not. Yeah, you just did it. You, 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 I, I was cutting a promo. All right, I was cutting a promo. <laughs> I didn't want to stumble on my words. Loca can't even fucking pronounce it. Next, I thought you were gonna say like non-English language. I thought you were gonna say Boy in the Heron because it's for the first time in history an anime movie is number one at the box office in the U.S. Like it's really. It's um yeah. It's it's incredible how that one. And Godzilla are like 
climbing up dominating. the ranks, are dominating like box office and like. Can you imagine being Disney? Disney who lost the rights to the Ghibli, uh, to the Ghibli uh, distribution in the U.S. and now they're number one on the year of your one hundred on your centennial. Like, oh my god! Like Disney, Disney's having a rough year, man. <laughs> you know what? Disney can eat shit and die. How about that? Your fucking your creator was a goddamn anti-Semite, sexist, racist douchebag. So I don't care. Look, I will say this. I will say this. Uh, I, yeah, Walt Disney was not a great person. Uh, he's dead, so, like, it doesn't fucking matter what... That's uh, fair. But That's here's... But, and I will say this. I will say this. Disney's having a rough year by releasing things that are not great. But, you know, they're not deleting their library. You know? That's That's, true. that's fucking embarrassing. Other hey, question. As the A24 yeah. loyalist, how do you feel that A24 is basically streamlining all their films into Max? I mean, it's great, but I'm concerned about about I'm concerned about Max. But like, the thing about A24 is that they are such lovers of film that they they are not stopping you know create production of like their physical media or other things. Mm-hmm. And also, A24 also also has a deal with Apple TV. So like, worst case scenario, if they don't work on Max or Max gets deleted, they'll just end up on Apple TV. Follow-up question, and I saw a video about it today, so I don't know how like how much weight it holds. Supposedly, um, the heads of A24 said that they're going to try to focus more on franchises moving forward and possibly uh, make some action films. Eh, as long as they're original IPs, sure. The only thing that I'm worried about is they're, they want to make that uh, Camp Crystal Lake show. That's the one where I'm like... Eh, Maybe they good. could. Maybe they Maybe could. They could. Maybe they could. It's gonna be freaking weird. I will tell you I, that. I didn't know I wanted everything everywhere all at once, but lo and behold, fucking happened, yeah. right? Speaking of speaking of speaking of A twenty four, there's another movie that they're gonna drop before the end of the year. That's the Iron Claw. Do you know that real story? Yeah, the Von Ayers. I have no. I know nothing about these guys. Like, I'm oh gonna, god, I won't tell yeah. you. But you need to watch. Fuck, you need to watch that movie, and you're gonna. Yeah. Oh, you you will believe wrestling is cursed. Because <laughs> like I know it's a wrestling thing, but and I know the actors and I know it's a twenty four and like that's it. That that's that's all I need to know. But I don't know the real story, so I'm excited. Know this. I'm excited. Have yeah. you seen the trailer? No, I've, I've only seen the posters. Just know this, no spoiler. The dad suppose the they viewed the film, the one of the brothers, Kevin, said, I'll say this much, it's a very accurate depiction of my father. Okay. Um, and I won't tell give you context, but just know that that like they're not um they're not inflating it. It's okay. accurate. That's all. All right. All right. Um, uh, all right, jumping to cinematic and box office achievement achievement. So Barbie, Guardians 3, John Wick 4, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Across the Spider-Verse, Super Mario Brothers movie, Taylor Swift, the RS Tour. I think this is just an excuse to invite Taylor Swift to the show. I agree, but I think Barbie's going to win it. Barbie deserves a lot of credit. It, no one expected that movie to break a billion, but it fucking did with a great message. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I think most likely it's going to be that one. I'm glad John Wick got something, too. It, that makes man. Sense. Oh, God. That fucking John Wick deserved better. But okay. Yep. Um, so, best performance? Uh, best performance by an actor uh, in drama. So it's Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Leonardo DiCaprio, Curse of the Flower Moon, Coleman Domingo in Rustin, Barry Keoghan in Southburn, Killian Murphy in Oppenheimer, Andrew Scott, All of Us Are Strangers. This is most likely going to go to Killian Murphy. I was going to say, man, the dude probably dropped on a how much weight for that role. I think he deserves it. Yeah, most likely it's going to go to him. I've heard great things about Bradley Cooper in Maestro, but I also heard a lot of controversy. So Why? So, uh, uh, Maestro is a movie about Leonard Bernstein, who is a famous composer. It was also a very famous Jewish composer. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Cooper directed and stars as Leonard Bernstein in the movie. And he used a fake nose, like a prosthetic, to make his nose look bigger. And it's Bradley not... Cooper? Yeah, it doesn't look great, I'll tell you that. And but is the... Some... Is the controversy the fact they used a fake nose, or that it doesn't look good? It's both. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the the big nose thing is considered like a Jewish stereotype. So it's like, oh, okay, I get you. Yeah, and also because there's been this thing where uh, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, 
he's a Jewish actor that's been trying to make a Leonard Bernstein movie for years, and they never let him. And then Bradley Cooper is like, I'll do it. And they just they just fucking let him. Um, wow. Jew face is a thing. Wow. Uh yeah. I'm I'm reading the criticism. Yeah. I, I knew blackface. I didn't know Jew face was a thing. Jesus. Oh yeah, you can make fun of everyone. It's horrible. Uh is there but yeah. face? Hell yeah. Oh god, okay. Um yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Uh <laughs> let's jump to best actress. Uh that's Annette Benning in Neod, uh, Lily Gladstone in Cruise of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller in Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Lee, Past Lives, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, Kaylee Spaney, Priscilla. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Kaylee Spaney in Priscilla and Lily Gladstone in Cruise of the Flower Moon. I think it's going to go between between the two of them. I would say Lily Gladstone. I, granted, I haven't seen Priscilla. Yeah. But if you watch Cruise of the Flower Moon, somehow she not only holds her own, but stands out against Robert De Niro and against Leonardo DiCaprio. And that should tell you everything you need to hear. That's really all I needed to hear. I've heard really good things about her. So, yeah. Uh, best performance in a comedy. That's Nicholas Cage in Dream Scenario. Timothy Chalamet in Wonka. Matt Damon in Air. Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers. Joaquin Phoenix, Bo is Afraid. Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. I think it's important that we point out the elephant in the room. Walker? Earlier in the year, uh, earlier in the year, I went to see Bo is Afraid because I'm a fan of Ari Aster and I'm a fan of uh, of, of of just I'll see everything he does, uh-huh. and it ended, and I was like, well, that's those were three hours. That was the thing about that movie. I, I I don't know if you've seen it already or if you just saw people reviewing it and just went from there, mm-hmm. or, or 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 what? Um, I did see it. Okay. Um, it stays with you. It's a movie that stays with you because it's so freaking weird. Like they just gave this guy. Is so it the much penis money. monster? It's not just the penis monster. It's literally everything else that happened. And um, and the thing about that movie is that when that movie ended, I was like, "Well, all right, it's going to take me a while to to form an opinion on this." And then when uh, when uh, Napoleon was was about to come out, I was thinking. Man, I already saw a three-hour-long movie with Joaquin Phoenix this year. I don't need to watch another one. But I was committed, and I was like, fine, I'll watch it. And then I can't believe that I wasted three hours watching Napoleon, and the better performance by Joaquin Phoenix this year was Bowie's <laughs> God. Not fucking believe they did that to me. Um, anyway, he was great. I don't think he'll win. Um, but I've heard really good things about Giamatti in the holdovers, so it might be him or it might be Jeffrey Wright for, for American fiction. Uh, Timothy Chalamet was deliciously whimsical in Wonka. I'll say that he was. In, he was oh, in that's Wonka. right. You already saw it, right? I saw it. I saw it. On, I saw it on Friday. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say verbally what I told you in your t- in text. That was a whimsically super fun, super feel good movie. Perfect for the holidays. Perfect for the family. You're gonna hate it. What? But I like happy films. Why do you think I'm it's gonna hate it? It's a musical. Is it 100% musical or is it like it's 100% a musical? They never talk. They only sing. No, they do talk, but there are more songs like than than you think. Let me see. It comes out this more than week. five. <laughs> we. I'm gonna see if I can talk my family into going to watch it. It's. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. My dad said he wants to see it and he doesn't like movies. <laughs> he hates movies. But he was like, it looks happy. I kind of want to see it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking take advantage. If my dad wants to see it. We're going to go fucking watch it. It's like 11 songs. Okay. That's fine. Just so you know. Just so you know. Worst case uh, scenario, my, my niece sits his ass down and he'll pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I really want to see Dream Scenario too. I've heard really good things about Nicolas Cage in this movie. I've heard it's really funny. It's another A24 also. Um, what's called? Um, let's see. Wait, are we still talking about uh best supporting actor or actor no. in a comedy? Best actor in a comedy, yeah. So Paul Giamani, I haven't seen the whole thing of the holdovers, but I have seen a few bits and pieces here and there when I've been able to find the time. Mm-hmm. Um I liked it. I liked his scenes are very earnest, they're very heartfelt. He feels like an adult in your life. And I'll that's a compliment. I really like him. I think he's super like like his career is so diverse. Yeah, and ever since I saw him in like that Disney Channel movie when I was a kid, I, I've liked him. So. Oh, liar, liar! No, not liar, liar. Yeah, uh, big fat liar. 
Big fan body. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Ever since um, then, yeah, I, I, I really liked him. Uh, and I don't know, from things like that and Cinderella Man to Sideways to fucking... Uh, no, Rhino in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah, weird. he was in... Yeah. Um, did you ever see Saving Mr. Banks? Uh, no. So, But you know what it is, right? Uh, something about how they got Mary Poppins made. Yeah, so it's how they made Mary Poppins, but like not the acting or anything. It's like how they did like the storyboards and how the rights and everything were. It's great. I think it's a lovely little movie about like making a movie, but not like filming or directing. It's about like the whole process of making it from the ground up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's great. And Emma Thompson plays P.L. Travers and Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney. And but. Uh, Paul Giamatti plays like the driver that is always picking up Emma Thompson back back and forth. Yeah, and he's really sweet in it too. Like he he's really good in it too. Hmm. Uh, I always remember him from that. Uh, actress, it's Fantasia Barrino in The Color Purple. Jennifer Lawrence, No Hard Feelings. Natalie Portman, Made December. Alma Poisty, Fallen Leaves. Margot Robbie, Barbie. Emma Stone, Poor Things. I've heard that Emma Stone is fucking incredible in Poor Things. And I've, I've heard, heard the same thing, actually. Her. I've heard this could win her another Oscar. Um, um, my money's on Margot Robbie, honestly. Honestly, it could it could go like it could go like that. It could be she wins here and Emma Stone wins the Oscar, or back or backwards. I don't know. Um, yeah. But it could be could be very much so. Worth um, sauce on the list. God damn, there's so many fucking movies I need to make time to watch. Me too. Uh, also, it's cool that Jennifer Lawrence got a nomination for No Hard Feelings. It's cool that you know that scene where she sub where she suplexed that guy naked in the beach was worth oh, something. <laughs> yeah, uh, did you watch that? No, Fernie hated it, so I never bothered to. If I'm being oh honest, oh my god, uh, it's it's not fantastic, but she's really good in it. Um, um yeah, don't watch it. It's on Netflix. It's free right now, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, best supporting performance: uh, William Dafoe, Poor Things; Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon; Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer; Ryan Gosling, Barbie; Charles Moulton, May December; Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. So this is a two, this is a one on one. I've heard really good things. Uh, okay, maybe a dark horse. I've heard really good things about Charles Moulton in May December. I think he's the younger kid. Uh, he's. I think he's the one that the teacher that the that the older yeah. lady slept with. Yeah, uh, I've heard really good things about him. Uh, he was in Riverdale, I think, and now he's doing this. So good, good for him. Good for the nomination. Uh, I think it's gonna be between Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer and Ryan Gosling in Barbie. Yeah, I was gonna say it's either gonna be fucking the Kendall or Louis Strauss, one of the most like politically sons of bitches in the world. So that's gonna be an interesting battle, won't it? Yeah. Uh... I. I legitimately give no one else a chance. Congratulations, you came to the show. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres. We all know what the main event is. It's not either one of you two. Oh, at least <laughs> uh, Yeah. Which one are you pulling for, though? Honestly, just for the insanity of it, hoping that maybe, just maybe, Hollywood takes some notes and they do more experimental shit, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, me too. Because the stranger, the, the stranger movies that win, hopefully they they instead of taking the message of make more movies about toys, it's yeah. take more chances. Yeah, and hire Greta Gerwig. That's 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 also thing. Give her a blank check. Just give her a yeah. blank check. Yeah. Uh, supporting actress. Supporting actress: Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer, Daniel Brooks, Color Purple, Jodie Foster, Nia, Julianne Moore, May December, Rosamund Pike, Salburn, Devine Joy, Randolph, The Holdovers. I think Emily Blunt in Oppenheimer was one of the most like cutting edge performances in a while. Like she was so like oh. you could feel her anger throughout the whole performance, even even if she was calm. That yeah. look that she gives the Matt Damon at the end is incredible. It's one of my favorite scenes. When like when like she tries to like like shake her hand and she just looks at him like she wants to kill him. It's the Matt great. Damon's I, character? Oh, you're yeah. right. It was Matt. Da- Fuck! I forgot that he was in that movie. Yeah. Um, did you did, did you heard that that movie almost caused like a commotion in his marriage? In whose marriage? In Matt Damon. Why? 
So he was telling the story that like after he finished air, he went to his wife and 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 his wife was like, "Can you can you do me a favor? Can uh-huh. you like take a vacation, please? Can you like can you like like for a year maybe? Like can you like not do like just please just stay with the kid just for one just for like six months? Take some time off, months. please. Yeah." And Matt Damon was like, was like, you know what, you're right. Like, I've, I've worked a lot. Like, I, I, I should be home more. Like, yeah. And but he, he said, like, my wife and I have this thing where, like, if we promise something, we have like a one ticket out. Like, if like, oh, like crazy scenario, if this happens, then it's okay to break the promise. And he, yes. he said, like, my only, my only thing that would break the promise is if Christopher Nolan calls me for a movie. <laughs> Lo and behold, (laughs) (laughs) lo and behold, he was like, you want to be an Oppenheimer? He's like, I'm sorry, honey. It's Christopher Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't even get nominated. Didn't even get nominated. But, I mean, he certainly was there. Um, Yeah, so my money's on Blunt. She she was good. Uh, Damn, it's so close to breaking a billion, Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's going to come back. You saw on January 5th, they're they're going to put it back in theaters. Hopefully, uh, the, it breaks the billion at that point, man. It's right there. It's only forty-seven million away. All they have to do is is bring it back on theaters, but only put it in like Dolby Vision or like four DX or something, and it'll make it back in like one IMAX. Show. <laughs> yeah, just an IMAX, and it'll, 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 they'll, they'll make the money in like one one day. Folks, um, this is the Napoleon review, and we're still talking about the Golden Globe. Should I just make fuck. this a separate episode? Fuck it. This is its own okay. episode. This is its own yeah, episode. We'll review Napoleon. That'll take like 15, 20 minutes tops. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, all right. Uh, best director, uh, Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Greta Gerwig, Barbie, Yorgos Lanthimos, Poor Things, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Martin Scorsese, Kiddos of the Flower Moon, Celine Song, Past Lives. I'm really glad that Celine Song got nominated for Past Lives. It's her first movie. Like, this is a woman that has that had only done um, uh, plays. Uh-huh. And she she did like a few episodes of the Wheel of Time show, and that's mm-hmm. it. And then I don't know where she she's never done like a short film or anything. Like she was just like, I'll just fucking do a movie. And A twenty four was like, sure, here have some money. Um, so it's really cool that she got nominated. First of all, good I don't for know her. Good for her, but we both know it's going to be probably Nolan or Scorsese. It should be Greta, though. It should be Greta. It could be Greta. It could be Greta. Should be Greta. Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm look, I love Greta. Like I, I I've been championing Greta since Ladybird. Okay. And I was so upset when uh uh Little Women came out and all the and it got nominated for Best Picture, but it didn't get nominated for Best Director. I thought that was fucking bullshit. And I thought that like I was pissed off that Ladybird didn't win a single award, and then Little Women won like best costume, and that's the only Oscar to her name. And no, no, she deserves more. Th- yeah. This woman is a treasure. Um, Barbie, I would love it if she won for best director. Uh, honestly, she this was win. the this year was the year of Barbie. Like it was, it was insane. Well, uh, also the the thing is though is like I've seen Oppenheimer before. Like I'm sorry, like I've seen similar films. Yeah, he just did it in a really cool way. But we've seen Oppenheimer. We've seen Killers of the Flower Moon. It's called Casino. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie before. I have legitimately never seen a film like Barbie. That's a hybrid like Barbie with a message like Barbie. That was a cultural moment like Barbie and Oppenheimer. Like, I, I'm sorry, but one only one of those three directors made something wholly original, I'd argue. Even if it's it based should on be that even if it's based on a plastic doll, yes. Yeah, but like I mean, who like they have dream sequences, they have dance uh dance moments, they have original songs. Fucking that there was not a dry eye in the audience when uh what was I made for was playing over that over that uh montage of little girls and older women as they grew up. Like fuck, I got emotional, and that's like that's not exactly a high part, but still I got emotional. Yeah. Um, so it, I'm should excited. I, it should be Barbie, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, best screenplay so that's uh, Barbie, Poor Things, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives, and Anatomy of a Fall. Um, Oppenheimer is a very talky movie, so yeah. it, could, it could go there. Um, again, I've only seen Barbie, Oppenheimer, and Past Lives. Past Lives could sneak a win, 
Uh, I'll be very honest. It's some of it feels very familiar, but a lot of it relies a lot weirdly on silence. But it's very well paced. I think that's a more that's a more that's a compliment more to a direction than anything. Mm-hmm. But past lives, wow! That there are there are quotes from that movie that fucking destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could sneak a win, and I think mm-hmm. I think they know that. Um, but best screen, I mean, Barbie was fucking insane. I mean, in the same way that last year it was uh, everything everywhere all at once. I mean, how do you? I'm gonna say the same thing I said last year. How do you even begin to write this? Like, how do you yeah. sit down and it's like, and it's like, all right, I guess this will go here. How? How do you fucking sit and do that? Look, um, I'll, I'll go on record and saying this, and we can go back to our personal chats, like on 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 our app. Yeah. I remember when the Barbie trailer came out, the teaser trailer. I was like, what the fuck is this movie going to be about? Like, I don't understand yeah. this. It wasn't until I got the second trailer, I was like, okay, I have a better idea of what the story is. But I went into the movie almost blank. And they told a magnificent story in the film, but it wasn't a story that you could really translate into the trailers. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, I think they knew that we were just going to go in just because of the concept, like just because of the people attached to it. And it worked because they did a fucking lot of money. Um, best original score. It's Poor Things, Oppenheimer, Boy in the Heron, Stone of Interest, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm so happy that Joe Hisashi is getting a nomination. <laughs> I mean, this is the guy, he's done the music for every Studio Ghibli film since the beginning of the history of everything. He's 73 years old. He's one of the most proficient uh, uh music make music makers ever. I mean, it's it's amazing that he got he got nominated for this. I'm I'm so happy. I I don't know if he'll win because I I also haven't seen, but like all all Ghibli movies have incredible music, so I don't doubt it um the score for oppenheimer is incredible too i, w- I mm-hmm. will say that um and oh god spider-verse is also a strong contender what do you think um for best original song or original score score we'll, we'll, we'll go to song next yeah. honestly i feel like i've only seen two of these no three of them technically those of the flower moon might take it just because they use a lot of i don't say original but the music feels of its time period when they use music. They don't use a lot, but when they do, it sounds accurate to the period. So I okay. that's why I think maybe Killers, just because of the novelty of it. I could be wrong. Okay. I mean, you never know. It might not be the best the best idea, but I'm pulling for Joe Hisiashi. I mean, he's got, he he deserves the attention. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right, best original song, Addicted to Romance, uh, from She Came to Me, Dance the Night from Barbie, I'm Just Gan from Barbie, Peaches from the Super Mario Brothers movie, Road to Freedom from Rustin, and What Was I Made For from Barbie. The meme could push Peaches all the way to the top. I think it's going to be What Was I Made For. Honestly, I'm kind of pulling for uh, I'm Just Gan. Anywhere else I'd be, and that's my horrible singing voice. Uh, but legit, I have I'm just Ken on my workout playlist. It's a good workout song, I'm not gonna lie. It is, especially if you're on your last set and you're trying to force it out, and it's at that very part. That last part, uh, how was it? Uh, I'm just Ken, and so am I. Put that that manly hand in my dog, get the weight up. Yeah. God damn. Brian Gosling killed in that song. I'm pulling for it. I'm just can't. I know it's not going to win, but I'm pulling for it. Yeah. Uh, it should be what was I made for? Like, it is the big emotional moment in that movie. Um, but it's it's going to it's gonna end up costing us, like, do you care more about the funny or do you care more about the, the, Emotion. the, the emotional? Um, so in that way, I think those those work. Uh, Dance or Night Peaches. was also super fun. Peaches would be insane. Peaches, 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 peaches. But just oh god, can you imagine Jack Black performing that at the Oscars? Like it would be. I so bet he will. Funny. I bet he will. If it gets nominated, I bet you so he would. Funny. It and would it, be so funny. And they're gonna man. be like, "Here's your suit," and he'll be like, "No," and he'll wear like footy pajamas of Bowser. Yeah. And, oh god. Oh, fuck. I love Jack Black so much. He's a goddamn national treasure. I think he has. Yeah. I think he's not as 
he doesn't have as many douchebag points of Tom Hanks, but he's up there. Like, Jack Black is one of those actors that I don't know anyone that hates him. I mean, why would you? He's Exactly. He's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like uh, I saw, I started to listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast. Uh, no. Have you heard it? No. It's really good. He's, it's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. And he had, uh, oh, God, uh, Jason Siegel, like I guess. Yeah. And they were talking, and and he said something that I I'd, I'd never considered, and that it's it was super true. He said, uh, he said uh, they asked him like, why do you think people like you so much? Because because he he's so likable, like as as a guy, and, uh, and 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 he said, well, I've been playing the best friend of the main guy my entire life. Like I always <laughs> play the best friend, so I think people see me and they go like, oh, that's my best friend. There he is, you know. And that's I think Jack Black true. is kind of similar. Yeah. Jack Black is like the funny kid in class, but that never like rips on anyone. He's just funny. Yeah. Like not at anyone's yeah. expense. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so I like him. Uh I'm I don't see him winning, but I'll be glad if he performs it live. I'll say that. Has Jack uh, Black dumb question, has he ever taken on like a really serious role in the film? Uh yeah. Um well not God, uh, King Kong, I guess he was pretty, not, not super serious in that, but he was there. Um, oh God, uh, King Kong, uh, the holiday is not super serious, but he's he kind of plays like a romantic leading man in that one, and he really works for some reason. He's gonna play Satan in a film called Dear Santa. <laughs> I bet you the kid accidentally addresses the letter to Satan. And he's like, you know what? I'm earning this kid's love. Could be. Hmm. Could be. Um, but like an actual series, I can't really think of one. I think. Oh, uh, uh, no, wait, probably not. But don't worry, he won't get far, far on foot. Maybe that one. Oh, that, that one was good. But even then, there was still like some funny thing in that. Oh, I was right. A young boy accidentally mixes up his spelling and sends a Christmas list to Satan instead of Santa. Starring Jack Black. Hell yeah. Oh my god. And Key is going to assume either play the dad of the kid or the sidekick. It's going to be there. It's going to be that one. And we're going to get gonna get Kung Fu Panda 4 next year. So it's going to be yeah. fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I guess we're jumping to television. Oh, Let's go. All right. Let's All right, see. so television series, drama, nineteen twenty-three, The Crown, The Diplomat, The Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Succession. The Last of Us. That's the only one I can think of. Probably Succession will probably win because white people love Succession, but the less should be the last hey, of us. Hey, I love Succession. And <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Um family drama loving motherfucker. Look, Succession might win because it's his last season. It's very real possibility. Sure. But The Last of Us did dominate the beginning of the year. Um, and so we got. I think it's going to be The Last of Us, but it, it should be Succession, to be honest. Last of Us is going to have at least at least two more seasons it's going to have. So I don't know. But the next season might not be as well received as the first one we'll see. I don't think they're going to do what you think they're going to do. So I, I Well, they did say they're going to split the second game into more than one season. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh but yeah, most likely Last of Us. Uh musical or comedy is going to go Abbott Elementary, Barry the Bear, Jury Duty, Only Murders in the Building and Ted Lasso. This one is hard. Oh, I want Ted, probably the Bear. Have you seen the Bear? I have not, but I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, God. I finished it, and it was incredible. I've heard great things. It's in the cultural zeitgeist at the moment. I believe the bear probably has the best chance. Yeah, most likely. But I do like Abbott Elementary. It is like the... in in Between that one and Ted Lasso, you have a lot of, a, a, a lot of feel-good stuff there. Most likely going to be Ted Lasso's last season, maybe. Most likely. Oh, that's right. They love Ted Lasso. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, next, limited series, All the Light We Cannot See, Beef, Daisy Jones and the Six, Fargo, Fellow Travelers, Lessons in Chemistry. I think it's going to be Beef because it's the one I've heard about the most. 
That's the, oh, that's an A twenty four joint with uh, Stephen Yoon and Ellie Wong. Yeah, probably beef. Yeah. I've seen it. I actually did see it. It's weird, but it's not bad. I haven't seen it actually. Um, weird. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It's an A twenty four film or A twenty four series. I know, and for some reason, I just I haven't. I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, never make, make time, the time for it. Make time. But oh god! But I watched the bear instead, and I like really like the bear. Uh, the only thing that I saw from Beef is like the one scene where Steven Yeun is like dancing in a church. Like that's that's the only scene I've seen. Hmm. I don't remember him dancing in a church. I believe you. I just don't remember that part. I think he was like crying also, but I don't know if he did that often. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. I haven't seen it. Jesus. Um, best actor for drama for leading is Brian Cox, Succession, Karen Culkin, Succession, Gary Oldman, Slow Horses. Pedro Pascal, Last of Us, Jeremy Strong, Succession, Dominic West, The Crown. Uh, get the crown the fuck out of here. Um, look, Pedro Pascal might as well win for Last of Us because people do do love him, especially in that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, succession. Uh, the whole leading cast of Succession is a tough one to beat because they're so weird, all of them. It should go to Kieran Culkin in Succession just because of how insane he took that character. Mm-hmm. This is the same guy who played Wallace in the Scott Pilgrim movie a few years ago. Yeah, no, I recognize uh, But he he was really good in Succession. I think it should be him, uh, but it most likely will be Pedro Pascal in Last of Us. What do you think? I think Pedro. I, I fully believe in him. I understand the cultural mm-hmm. obsession with Succession, mm-hmm. but it should be Pedro Pascal. That said, for actress... I'm pretty sure it's going to be Sarah Snook. You want to read them off? Huh? Oh, go ahead. Read them off? Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. I can't pronounce these names. You go. (laughs) All right. Uh, Helen Mirren, 1923, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, Kerry Russell, The Diplomat, Sarah Snook, Succession, Imelda Staunton in The Crown, Emma Stone, The Curse. I think it's going to be between Sarah Snook and Bella Ramsey. I think it's going to be, it's going to be between them. I'll tell you this. I watched some of The Diplomat with Nikki. Not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> Just uh, I have no idea why the fuck she's nominated. I didn't think it was funny at all, unless like my sense of comedy is completely fucked up, which it might be. It, the Diplomat was not funny. Oh, it's a, it's under drama. My bad. That makes more sense now. <laughs> like watching this is like this is not. Why am I not laughing? This is not funny. Well, also it wasn't good at at all, dude. Like it wasn't funny. It wasn't like intriguing or engaging they're just it's a couple that hates each other's guts but they can't divorce because she's possibly going to become the next vp okay like that's it like that's the whole fucking story is like well i hate you and i cheated on you and you cheated on me but we can't divorce let's be miserable well anyway that's not 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 the drama i want to see just give me the zombies like that's that's what i'm here for yes um it most likely is going to go to Bella Ramsey for Last of Us because they were so good mm-hmm. in, in Last of Us. I mean, it's it was such a hard character to play because mm-hmm. you have to be so stupidly charismatic to play that character. And Bella Ramsey had the disadvantage of not looking physically a lot like Ellie, but yeah, they pulled through. Like, my God, what a good performance. You know? I don't know, pull back on Sarah Snook. I think just because she played Queen Elizabeth II of England, maybe Imelda. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, that's fucking uh, that's no, no, I hate her. No, I hate her. Uh, oh, because she was because she up. was don't Dolores Umbridge. Don't fuck, damn it! She was the <laughs> pink lady. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I I don't watch The Crown because I'm not I'm not a mom. But but you know. But the people yeah. who watch this are moms. People who watch it are moms, and apparently they, they do like it. It in a perfect world, it would go to Sarah Snook for succession, but it's gonna be I think real life is gonna copy fiction and they're not gonna let her win. Spoiler for succession, I guess. Uh I thought she took the, I thought she took it in the end. Uh not exactly. Uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh I think you would love succession. I'm shocked you haven't seen it. I have I like apparently. I liked it up until the point that they tried to oust Brian Cox's character the first time in the first season, but then I got busy. Oh. 
it it got insane. It, it got pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go to Bella Ramsey anyway. Um, I believe you. Yeah. Um, best performance in musical or comedy actor: Bill Hader, Barry, Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Segel, Shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. You're being Jason Sudeikis. Can can Jason Sudeikis pull up a third third year in a row? Oh, it'd be a hat trick. Hey, that there's too many jokes in there. Oh, hey, speaking of which, guess what I got for my birthday? Oh my god, what you got? Uh, I got Coach oh, Beard, yeah. Roy, and Ted. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there y'all go. All right. Be good. Ah. <laughs> So um, you think it's going to be Ted Lasso? I hope so. I hope so. I think he deserves to go out on a high note, even if the last season wasn't the highest of notes. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think? mean, it's, I think it could very much... I feel like the, the diplomatic answer would be him. I think people are going to be upset because it. it uh, Bill Hader also deserves some recognition for, for Barry, and it's <laughs> their last season. Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Shore, they have enough awards. Uh, Jason Siegel, I'm glad that he got a nomination for Shrinking. Shrinking is really, is really cool. Um, Did Jeremy Allen White, uh, what's up? Did you see Shrinking? Yeah, not I feel like I feel like that's right up your alley. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> uh, in more than one way, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's good in that. Jeremy Allen White as a bear could be like the dark horse, like he could very much win the whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. uh, just because the bear is such a force of personality and everything. Uh, actress, Rachel Brosnahan, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Ayo Edebiri, the bear, Elle Fanning, the great, Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building, Natasha Leone, Poker Face. Uh, what do you think here? Um, oh God, I'm not terribly invested in any of these, if I'm being honest with you. Abbott Elementary, probably. I, I just, I don't, I haven't seen any of these, man. Like, I'm I'm very much out of my depth right now. All right. Well, Queen of Brunson is really good in Abbott Elementary. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan, I don't watch Marvel vs. Maisel, but she's going to be your new Lois Lane. So you've got to gotta keep an eye on her. That fits so goddamn well, actually. <laughs> uh, it could go to Quinta, or it could go to Ao from The Bear. I think she's she's really good, and she's had a great year. Uh, Ao between the bear and uh, uh, theater camp and Ninja Turtles and Bottoms. I mean, she's been in like everything this year. So, mm -hmm. yeah, could very much go to her. Uh, well, I think we can skip best performance in limited series because we don't fucking know any of these people. And best supporting actor: Billy Cordup, Morning Show, Matthew McFadden, Succession, James Martin, Jury Duty. Avon Moss Backrack, but yeah, Backrack the Bear, Alan Rock Succession, Alexander Skarsgård Succession. It's gonna go to Matthew McFadden from Succession, uh, or it could go to Avon from the Bear because those two I think are the most, yeah, are the most that we're gonna remember the most. Uh, <clears throat> I believe you. I got I got yeah. no bullets in the chamber in this one, man. And in supporting actress, Elizabeth Debicki, The Crown, Abby Elliott, The Bear, Christina Ricci, Yellow Jackets, Jay Smith, Cameron, Succession, Meryl Streep, Only Murders in the Building, Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso. Just give it to Ted Lasso. Just give it to... Rebecca. Honestly, Christina Ricci, I actually liked her in Yellow Jackets. I have not seen Yellow Jackets. I've heard it's good. I've only seen the first season, but it's really good. Everything I've heard about Yellow Jackets, like, if I've heard one thing, and then I've heard another thing, and I and I think, how does this connect to this? Because mm -hmm. okay, you you help me connect. I've heard it's about girls in a soccer team. Yes, and then they're cannibals. Yes. How does this connect to this? Help do us you, get there. Do you want me to actually explain it? Yeah, sure. So, do you remember the story of the plane that crashed in the mountains? Uh, I think in Chile, where like they had to. It was a soccer team, but they had to eat. They're dead in order to survive? No. You've never heard that story? It's a very I've famous never, story. Never heard like, this. Like, the plane crashed, uh, but the, uh, most of them survived. Well, a lot of them did survive. 
Um, essentially, that's what happens. Like, they're left in the wilderness for, I think, 14 months. Um, and it, I'm not, I won't spoil anything for you, but shit gets worse and worse and worse the longer they're there. Like, the girls get feral. Um, the coach, oh, Jesus Christ, a horrible death. It's just, it's bad. And the thing is, it takes place over the course of two timelines. When the plane crash happens, and around that time when they're teenagers, and then when they're adults, and shit's beginning to come out about what happened, because they all just said, we survived by working together. But they never went to details, because who wants to talk about, hey, we murdered each other and ate human flesh to survive because we had to. Like, uh, it get, okay. it shit goes south real fucking quick. It's a good show. I'll, I'm actually going to give that give it that. It's a good show. Well, yeah, I'm going to watch that just, just to see my pitch. <laughs> I had no idea, yeah. Yeah, it's explosive over oh. two timelines. I thought it was like an end of the world thing. Um, no, no, no. No, shit, wait, that so, might have been easier. So Christina Ricci, is she like the coach? Or like what... She, she's one it? of the girls when she's older, but she's kind of the crazy... Yeah, she's kind of the crazy one of the group. Okay. All right. I'm surprised Wednesday wasn't nominated for anything. Well, because it wasn't very good. That's... Excuse uh, you? I will die on that hill. That's okay. You're, you're, you're allowed to be wrong once a year. Overrated. So best stand-up comedian on television. Yeah. We got Ricky Gervais for Ricky Gervais, Armageddon. We got Trevor Noah for Trevor Noah, Where Was I? Chris Rock for Selective Outrage. That one should win. Amy Schumer for Emergency Contact. Sarah Silverman for Someone You Love. And Wanda Sykes for I Am an Entertainer. Chris Rock. Uh, I've only seen Chris Rock and I saw Trevor Noah's. Um, I, I like him. I, I, I think he's good too. But yeah, it's going to be Chris Rock. Yeah, it's going to... Well- just for that one joke at the end, like that one series of jokes at the end. Yeah. Uh, Amy Schumer, I have no idea why the fuck she's here. She's not even the best comedian named Amy. Um, but Damn. okay. Who, who's yeah. the best comedian named Amy? Amy Poehler. Fair. All right. Yeah. Um, everyone else is good. Uh, but yeah, it's probably going to go to Chris Rock. I'm glad that this category exists, though. This is a good category to have. I agree. Um, they yep. just need to add a best stunt, and yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's that's the 81st Golden Globe Awards. It's going to happen January 7, 2024. We'll see how that goes, and we'll see how many we have seen, but not likely a lot more because Christmas is coming up. Um, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we finish this uh, off? Uh, Godzilla minus one was robbed. That's it. Oh, God. Is there time to add into this list? Because I feel like it just came out. There was. Godzilla Minus One came out on December 1st, and these nominees were announced on December 11th. So there was time. Um, you had a week and I a did, half, bitch. Get on the ball. I did saw a reaction to the Bex, Be, to the Box Office Achievement Award. Uh, somebody reacted by just adding uh, a screen cap of Don Draper saying... An award for box office achievement, that's what the money is for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But okay. Um shit. Yeah. You know, do, do you want to review Napoleon like maybe on like Friday for like 20 and 30 minutes? Because we, we don't have time for it right now. Yeah. We can just keep putting this off for like the next 10 years. But I want to go off on it though. You I want to kick it in the dick. I want to kick it in the dick. Because I mean, I'll I'll sit here and watch you kick it in the dick, which is a sentence that I never thought I was gonna say. <laughs> okay, but fine. Man. How about this? Yeah. Three minute review. I will put I will put the intro at this point. Go and, go and, go off. It's so our question. show. We dictate this shit. Okay. Okay. Fine. Question. Question though. Would should I post this as a Napoleon review or a review about the Golden Globes nominations? Just, <laughs> Which if would be the better joke? If you did it as Napoleon, it would be the funnier joke. Alright, check out, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie.
reviewing Napoleon, and this is the rollback. He came from nothing. He conquered everything. A personal look at the French military leader origins and swift, ruthless climb to emperor viewed through the prism of Napoleon's addictive, volatile relationship with his wife and one true love, Josephine. So this was a great movie for me to poop on. Go off, Eduardo. Really, Scott made a movie about an incel before incels were even a fucking thing. Uh, although maybe that's giving Napoleon too much of a compliment. Uh, fuck, man. This movie was... I'll give the action sequences were great, but besides that, like... Fuck, man. It, it, the stupid part is is that Ridley Scott wanted to make a film tearing down Napoleon because Napoleon was really good at, like... Uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, he built up his own legend, right? Yeah. No, he had newspapers. He was great at propaganda. The, the shit with the paintings, with the crown. Napoleon was great at propaganda, and Ridley Scott wanted to tear him down. Here's the thing. You can't tear down someone that was never built up. Like, this is the first truly big Napoleon project in over 20 years. And instead of building the myth, you tear it down. And that's fair. That's fine. But I want you to know, you did a bad job because this movie is, like, fucking boring. The thought, why would you use Josephine... And Napoleon's relationship as the framing device. You know what you use? The fucking war! You use his legend. The first 10 minutes of the movie should have been him when he was a kid. Because because he was the poor rich kid. So you know what he did when he was a kid? He got into fist fights with everyone. Because they were like, ha you're the poor rich kid. So he fist fought everybody. You start with that. You make a person that tries to build himself up. You make him the, the, the way like his soldiers saw him as this great man that went to battle with them. You build him the fuck up. You don't make him a cuck. You 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 built a legend, you dumbass. Oh god, and how do you make Napoleon's like boring? Like fuck. Really, Scott, I'm sorry, man. You did a bad job on this one. What do I know? I'm just some dipshit on the internet. But I can tell you right now, like, give me a pass at this goddamn script and I would have done it better. I'm just fucking saying. Chem out your thoughts. Really Scott is on a bad uh on a bad uh run. Hmm. Yeah, on a bad run, because last year House of Gucci was Jesus Christ, like House of Gucci was bad. Like I I I had genuinely had a bad time watching that. I never think that going to the movies is a bad time. I thought that was a bad time. Um Last Duel was a little better, but I mean not not a great run that this guy has been in. Uh I didn't like Prometheus, I didn't like the other alien movie, I didn't love all the money in the world. Uh the counselor was fucking ass. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how Gladiator 2 is going to come out. Um, But no, I'm sorry. I don't know if Ridley Scott is a guy that needs to be told no. And they just respect this legend too much to not. On the one part, I, I, I don't... Honestly, I'll be very honest. I don't like being negative on the show. I don't. But I was fucking bored with this. And... There's one line, there's one piece of dialogue that I remember in this movie, uh-huh. and it's when uh, when he's telling Josephine, like, you haven't given me a child. What the fuck is wrong with you? And Josephine is like, you're fat. And Napoleon's like, I enjoy my meals. I was destined for this pork job. And, like, that's the line that I remember the most. <laughs> like, I was destined by God to eat this pork chop. But yeah. that's the thing, like... There's such a good story there, and somehow he fucking squandered it. Or maybe, or maybe there isn't, and maybe this is the best that could be done. I don't no, know. There is, maybe it's, but there is. Yes, is it dude, he conquered a nation and made other countries go. Dude, we got to team up. This guy is, this guy ain't fucking around. He's conquering all of us. He's genuinely a great historical figure. To, to, to make a legend. It's like making a movie out of out of uh, Caesar. There yeah. is a film to be made about his military conquest and his story. But again, instead of approaching it from the military aspect and just having Josephine be a character, they frame it within their relationship and that fucks it all to hell. Like, oh, God damn, Napoleon could have been a great film. Like, they, like what's the cheap joke of like, they just cut and he's like, humping Josephine like a fucking dog for like yeah. 10 seconds. Like, it's yeah. a joke! 
Because that's what this movie was. It's a joke. Oh, you think Napoleon is this great guy? Let me tear him down for you. Motherfucker, we never cared that he got tore down. If he wants to make a movie and tear down someone that people think a great highly of, Trump's right there. Vladimir Putin's right there. Have the balls. Steve Jobs is right there. Have the balls. Ridley Scott, you will earn my respect. Cuck uh, Walt Disney, and you will have my respect. There's plenty of men for you to tear down. Napoleon didn't need this. Either give us a good story with him, or don't bother. Because the worst thing you can be, according to my co-host, the worst thing you can be is boring. Yeah. And this was boring. Score? F? Jesus Christ. Dude, that's two bad movies that I've seen. And the... The trailers looked so good. I was so hyped because of the trailers. Black Masses with Napoleon? Yes, please. By the way, that song is called War Dogs, not called Black Masses. No, but didn't they didn't they cover Black Masses? It's yeah, but the song is called War Dogs. War Dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen to War Pigs. I know it's a different War Pigs. Sorry, sorry, War Pigs. Yeah, War Pigs. Yeah, Listen yeah. to War Pigs, but the epic version. It, yeah. It's fucking great. It's on my workout playlist. But dude. I've now seen like three movies in a row that were all bad, and I'm sad right now. Between Napoleon, Wait, which, yeah, what are the other two? Napoleon and Candy Cane Lane, and Leave the World Behind. Yeah, those those all sound bad. Yeah, dude, Candy Cane Lane was terrible, like terrible. I give it an F two. Fuck, I need some good movies. Godzilla minus one has been the only gem this whole month. Maybe Wonka will will we'll turn that around. Do you want to hear some good news? Sure. Do you want to clean your palate? Yes. You know what? You know what was just announced right now? What? No, don't don't look it up. Don't don't, 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 don't look don't look anything up. I'm not looking at anything. Don't look anything up. Just there was just an announcement. September 27, 2024. Uh-huh. The game continues. Saw 11 has just been confirmed. Hey, good for them. Yeah. In less than a year, it's I mean, gonna it be sense. a yearly thing again, man. Oh God! I, let's see how long Tobin Bell can stay alive. Oh my God, <laughs> dude! And you know, you and I both know it all depends on him. As long as he lives, the film will continue. Yeah, I agree. I think. Uh, I think if he does pass away one day, I think that don't 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 make another one. Don't don't explain it. Don't make a legacy sequel. Just end it. Just, right, just right stop. There. Yeah. Matt, so let me get this straight. They're going to write, produce, film, edit, put together, market within the next nine months. Goddamn. People, people and yet don't. Avatar takes like five years. It took fucking, what, 13 years to make. Yeah. No more, yep. right? When did it come out? 2022. 14 years to make. Fuck. Anyway. Um. All right. Good news. Saw Eleven is going to come out. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah. I mean, can't be worse than Napoleon. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us in this our review of Napoleon. <laughs> I hope you're looking forward to the Golden Globes. My name was Chema. I'm Eddie, and, and this... this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder that if you have the option of staying at home and watching Cobra Kai. Or watching Napoleon, just stay at home and watch Cobra. <laughs> oh wait, actually, I'm gonna watch this film movie one more time. Napoleon. Wait, what? Why? I'm gonna watch it one more time because apparently Ridley Scott has a four hour version. My God, you could. Co- I would not trade four hours of my day for all the coked out sex in the world to watch this movie again. Look, I'm going to say this. Maybe it's a, ju- a Justice League situation where the longer version's better. So I'm going to give him a chance. Redeem yourself. Please, sir. Do so. Because I like long movies. I like epics. Yeah. But this better be fucking good if I'm investing. I need to plan meals around this, motherfucker. This better be good. Jesus Christ. Do you think and that's we'll... even going to come out? Yeah, on Apple TV. Really, Scott said that there's a four oh, version. Okay. It's going to release on Apple TV. All right. Well... You tell me, you let me know how it is. I'm I'm gonna. I'll, what do I tell you? It's an it's an it's a fanta- it's a masterpiece. Like it's a classic. Like look, if you come back and you tell me like, yo, the four hour cut changes everything. I'll watch it. I'll do it for you because I love you. Okay, <laughs> I will not do it for Ridley Scott or for Napoleon or for Joaquin Phoenix or for the love of film. I would do it for you. 
Okay, I will. I, I will bear the burden, and if I if it's legitimately good, I'll tell you. But if you come back to me and you tell me that it's anything below a five out of five, ten out of ten, I will. <laughs> I will spit on your dog, and I won't tell you which one. So you have to guess. <laughs> That's fine. I'll kick you in the balls three times, one for each. You don't know where those are. <laughs> your so, balls. You don't know where I have them. <laughs> The viewers like no, not not ready for for that. <laughs> okay, what if yeah. I just censor her name? You can, you can, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all yeah, right. I'll fine. do that. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I came up with that. That's quick. a good one. That's a good Thank one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh okay. god. Uh, starting off with a reminder to, to have good friends. That way you can make jokes like this. Yeah. Um. Here's here's the thing. I hated Napoleon so much. I came back home and I rewatched Bottoms to wash it off. Like that's that's fair. <laughs> that's so bad. That's fair. I watched Napoleon yeah. at 10 p.m. in IMAX. Oh my god! I watched it at 12 p.m. on like a Saturday morning, and I was alone in the movie theater. And nice. it was so early that they weren't certain, they weren't sending uh, they weren't making food yet. So I had to watch it with like no popcorn, no drink, no nothing. Dude, that it is sucks. The, it was it was the most miserable experience in the theater for me this whole year. Like it was. If we did, horrible. if we did a negative ten, would you would you rank this on your top on your worst ten? I'll give you my top ten worst right now. Shit. Um, I feel I want to do that when we do our top ten. I want to do like a quick like fire round of like, all right, worst five films of the year. Go. But what are uh, what are your worst ten as of right now? Uh, yeah, I would say uh, so from ten to one or one to ten. Uh, ten to one. Go. 10 to 1, uh, number 10, The Flash, number 9, Wish, number 8, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, number 7, uh, Malcriados, this is a Mexican movie, uh, number 6, uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, uh, number 5, Napoleon, number 4, The Exorcist Believer, number 3, Skinnamarink, number 2, Cocaine Bear, number 1, White Men Can't Jump. See? Cocaine Bear, I feel like was so dumb. Like, there, how could you? How could you think it was going to be good? It no, it it could have been funny. It wasn't. It funny. wasn't. It wasn't funny at all. Really, it's not a comedy. I did. I did not laugh a single second of it. I always thought Cocaine Bear was meant to be a comedy. Like that's a perfect yeah, it's, premise. It's meant to be a comedy, but it's not funny. That's the problem. Maybe the problem is Elizabeth Banks. Don't tell, don't tell her I said that though. No, she's uh I like I, I like the what's it called? Uh I like Pitch Perfect 2. I don't think she's the problem. Uh I think they just it wasn't funny. Simple as that. Huh. Okay. Well shit. Now I gotta get uh you know what? I'll give it a chance when after Napoleon the four hour cut. I mean knock yourself out, but I'm not I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Christ, uh all right, all right, folks. That's I think that's gonna do be it for us, I assume. Yeah, I guess. Um, Damn, <laughs> I'm posting this as a Napoleon review. Yeah, go ahead. This episode is all <laughs> over the place already. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, you're not mad that I put two DC films in my top ten bottom of the year. I mean, if I care to, if I give a shit about your opinion, I might. Oh my God! It's not like I'm sorry. What, why, am I, why am I swinging right now? I'm sorry. It's because it's this movie. It's this fucking movie. It puts you in a bad mood, man. <laughs> yeah. It was this could, fucking movie. You might be right. You might be yeah. right. No, I am right. <laughs> it's just. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Terrible. All right. Well, what's the Golden Globes? Bye, everyone. We'll, we'll go through that. Bye, everyone. <laughs> oh, man, this, this might be one of my favorite.